0: This is The Beat with Radia B, a conversation about the Charleston County Sheriff's Office in our community. Welcome to The Beat, hosted by Radia B. Today's episode, we have Dr. Thaddeus John Bell here to talk with us about the COVID vaccination. Hi, Dr. Bell, how are you doing today?
1: I'm very, well, first of all, I'm doing well, and I'm very happy to be here with you today.
0: Thank you, thank you. So tell us a little bit about yourself, tell our community and our population a little bit about yourself.
1: I have been in private practice uh, in the Charleston area uh, for about 45 years. As I'm sitting here uh, in this venue, it reminds me that um, I was the doctor for the Berkeley County Jail and Charleston County Jail for about 10 years. Mm. So I'm very familiar with the setting that we're in. But um, I'm currently in private practice Uh, in North Charleston. Uh, I'm retired, I'm a retired professor uh, from the medical university and uh, retired military as well.
0: You can probably tell us what has been the biggest challenge in regarding the COVID pandemic.
1: Well, over the past almost two years, the issue that I've been dealing with uh, through my nonprofit which is called Closing the Gap in Healthcare, uh, has been uh, dealing with the pandemic. We've been trying to educate uh, the African-American community particularly and the community at large about the facts. And we've spent a tremendous amount of money trying to encourage people to take the vaccine.
0: So in saying that, why are people so hesitant about taking the vaccine?
1: Well, that's an interesting question and uh, one that I think about uh, daily. African Americans and the underserved uh, have a lot of mistrust and distrust uh, with the healthcare profession, uh, particularly people uh, in my age group. People in your age group mm-hmm. uh, are not taking the vaccine for a plethora of reasons mistrust. Uh, all of the uh, fake information, uh, the confusion uh, that has been around uh, the vaccine and how safe it is. You know, we keep telling people, you know, to get information from your trusted healthcare provider. Well, what we are finding out is a lot of young people don't have a trusted healthcare provider, okay? They don't watch the news. They don't read the paper and they get their news from social media. Social media is plagued with a lot of misinformation. And so as a result, uh, it has created a major gap uh, with reference to the uh, health information. In fact, so much so, and you're going to laugh at this. I recently started putting a lot of health tips on TikTok.
0: Right. Yeah, I saw. I saw. Oh, you did see. Yes, so yes.
1: some, of them, one or two of them have gone viral. Yes. I've been, I've been really happy about that. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So I think that's an awesome way of closing the gap, um, or bridging the gap. We were trying to get our um, our juvenile population um, to do the COVID vaccination, and then we had some issues with their. Um, parents just uh, are proving that they can get the vaccination and they say that you know they feel that it's not safe so how can we change that narrative
1: I would try to find out who they trust once you find out who they trust a lot of the young people uh trust a lot of hip a uh, hip hop artists a lot of them trust a lot of athletes just make them aware that um A lot of the athletes have taken the vaccine. A lot of the hip hop artists have taken the vaccine. I tell them stories about young people who have not taken the vaccine and how uh, not taking the vaccine has destroyed their life. Mm. Most of the people who are in the hospital now who have gotten COVID end up dying because they did not get the vaccine. If they had gotten the vaccine, then they would not have uh, gotten sick, ended up on a ventilator and end up dying. I have seen a lot of death that came as a result of a young person infecting their grandparents Mm. or their parents. And when you tell those kinds of stories, Hopefully, you will be able to get to them. Now, what's going to happen um, as a result of the president's mandate, and I can tell you that insurance companies are looking at this as well, if people don't get the vaccine, their insurance premium is going to go up. Mm. Just like your insurance premium will go down if you can prove that you lead a healthy lifestyle, it will go up. If you tell the insurance company, yeah, I smoke, and yeah, I use drugs, and yeah, I I do all these other things, your premium is gonna go up. You have to kind of meet them where they are. What I've been doing, I've been going to the barbershops and sitting in the barbershops talking to young men and finding out what kind of uh, issues they have. I've been addressing those issues. And interestingly enough, we've been able to change some minds. I was real happy the other day, I got invited to uh, come to Charleston Southern and talk to the football team. At that time, about 85% of the team had decided not to take the vaccine. Mm -hmm. But after talking to them, uh, the next day the coach told me that about half of them had decided that they were going to to take the vaccine based on some information uh, that I gave them.
0: Wow. Um, What are some COVID symptoms?
1: Well, the COVID symptoms um, have changed, and I I can tell you that they are just kind of related to the flu. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fever, the sniffles, uh, headaches, uh, coughing, uh, diarrhea, uh, muscle pain. When people present to me uh, with those kind of issues, the first thing that I do uh, is recommend that they get a COVID test. And ninety percent of the time, uh, I have been correct. We have to remind people that some people don't get any symptoms. Right. You know, and so that's the thing that makes the disease uh, so horrifying. And then, of course, um, your symptoms can be worse uh, if you have some Mm pre-existing conditions, which is um, which is the thing that um, we have to be very, very much concerned about. But the thing that gets a lot of people, a lot of people are walking around with medical issues, and they don't know they right. have medical issues until they get COVID. COVID, and then when they get COVID, the medical condition uh, exacerbates, uh, which causes them to be to end up in ICU and on the ventilator. Right.
0: So, what would you say to um, folks who are saying, "Well, you know, I have diabetes." or I have uh, other health conditions, I can't get the vaccination.
1: see, that's where the information gap, because that's the reason that you should get the vaccine, Mm -hmm. because you have these pre-existing conditions. Uh, The other day I saw a lady who had, I, I just made the assumption that this patient of mine had already had the vaccine because she had, diabetes with three complications of diabetes. She'd had an amputation, had already had a major heart attack, Mm -hmm. and already had a light stroke. Mm -hmm. So I just made the assumption Mm -hmm. that she had gotten the vaccine. So on my way, walking out the door, I said, well, which vaccine have you gotten so I can put it in my chart? Mm -hmm. She said, oh, I haven't gotten any vaccine. I was furious. I said, well, why haven't you gotten the vaccine? And her comment to me, because I want to wait and see whether I got the virus.
0: Oh, wow. And that would have been too late.
1: <laughs> Not only would that have been too late, <laughs> that's know, crazy. It, yes, that, yes. That, that,
0: that, that comment is just crazy. So what can we do as law enforcement agencies to help with getting the word out or you know, getting people to go ahead and go get their vaccination?
1: Well, I think it's very, I think it would be very important for law enforcement officers to have the basic knowledge about the vaccine so that when they do talk to people, um, particularly from the African American community or from a young population, that they'll be able to knock down any of these myths and untruths. Uh, that they will hear the people who are dying have not been vaccinated Mm. the people who are living have been vaccinated and that's well documented right you don't have to get into a whole scientific discussion these young people just don't have basic knowledge about uh about the vaccine and so that's the reason why they're not going to take it right
0: so dr bell you know our community trusts you Um, We believe in everything that you give us as a healthcare professional, as a medical doctor. Tell us why you trust the vaccination.
1: Well, thank you very much for that acknowledgement. In my experience, in my medical experience, I have always taught African-Americans and the underserved to take vaccines because I know historically, vaccines have saved more lives than any medications, right. uh, all of the medications put together. I mean, if you just look at the history of smallpox, smallpox almost wiped out the, uh, the army uh, that George Washington had. And if you go back and read that history, that's well documented. Um, I remember the polio vaccine mm-hmm. uh, and how many lives the polio vaccine uh, safe. And then, even before this pandemic, I was always encouraging uh, the African American community, uh, particularly to take the vaccines, because, particularly the flu vaccine, because I recognize the pre existing conditions that we talked about are higher in people of color than they are in any other group of people. Mm-hmm. And so, when this uh, pandemic started, I said to myself wow it's going to it's going to take out a significant portion of the african american community and poor people and people who did not believe in vaccines and of course that's the way that it is now on a personal level i was diagnosed with prostate cancer and so i have all the reasons to take this vaccine okay the cancer is under control and i've had radiation and hormone treatment but in order for me to continue doing what i like to do um, i kind of have to practice what i preach right 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 right. okay and the other thing is uh, i'm a medical scientist and so i know the science it would be very hypocritical for me to be promoting something and not being willing to do it myself. Wow. And so that's that's why I have taken the vaccine.
0: My daughter comes home from school and she's fit to be tired because a lot of her colleagues refuse to wear their mask. What can you convey to our community at large, how we can m- make sure that we are providing safety to our young ones?
1: Well, the first thing I would recommend that they do is do not listen to politicians. This is not a political issue. Uh, The virus will kill Democrats, Republicans, uh, if you don't have a a political affiliation. I would tell your daughter to continue wearing her mask, um, particularly um, when she is uh, out and about Uh, with other people because of the Delta variant. I have two grandchildren who, one just turned 12 uh, about three weeks ago, and we couldn't wait, and he couldn't wait to get the vaccine, and then my granddaughter, who's 13, uh, had already gotten hers. They were with me the other day, and we were out and about, and I I really didn't have to encourage them to take, you know, to wear their mask. Mm -hmm. So it is, So the bottom line is that it is important to wear your mask, uh, even if you've been vaccinated, because we do know that there is a small percentage of people who will have breakthrough infections. Uh, if they have a breakthrough infection, they will get sick, but they're not gonna end up in the hospital, mm. and they're not gonna end up on the ventilator because they have had had the the vaccine, yes.
0: How can we support our healthcare workers?
1: Well, I think that we can support our healthcare workers again by making sure that as law enforcement people that we have the facts and that we, and that you in fact, have already taken the vaccine.
0: So now we know our healthcare workers are overworked, um, stressed out, and um, you know, how do, we, how do we help them?
1: They are accustomed to seeing people die. Mm-hmm. But they're not accustomed to seeing people die who are the same age they are.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a- It's kind
1: of mm-hmm. like the natural Respect, order of things to see older people die. Mm-hmm. You kind of expect that. But when you see someone come in the hospital and they have to get put on a ventilator. Mm. And they 25 years old, mm. they're 30 years old, the same age as the people who are taking care, care of them. Yeah. And then the people who are taking care of them recognize when they, when they do a history that 99.7% of these people are in the situation mm. because they did not take the vaccine. The vaccine. And so they see that over and over and over again. And so you know as much as as much as we can we can prepare young people but we can't prepare them for that kind of trauma. Right. Okay. And so they suffer from significant PTSD mm-hmm. in their early career. Some of them already burned out before they get 35 or 40 years of age. Mm-hmm. And then They've had a lot of doctors and nurses uh, who have gotten so psychologically overwhelmed that they have um, committed suicide. Mm. You don't hear about it a lot, but that you know, but that has happened. Mm. So I think that you know, when this pandemic is over, it's gonna, it will have taken its toll because a lot of doctors and nurses will already have lived. A life journey in medicine mm-hmm. that would have taken thirty years, they've already done it all in ten years, mm-hmm. or five years. Wow. Yeah, so it's it's going to be pretty bad.
0: Wow. So, Dr. Bell, could you please provide us a closing statement? What are your thoughts? What would you like the community to know regarding COVID? Well, you COVID-19? know, uh, well, you,
1: as you well know, um, I give these health tips on the radio. The one health tip um, that I get the feedback, that I get the most feedback from, is something that I said, and I'm gonna say it again, and that is, take the damn vaccine.
0: (laughs) Right on, right (laughs) on. Take the damn vaccine. Right on. Okay.
1: Um, The other day I saw a gentleman, 77 years old, the same age as I am, and um, he wouldn't take the vaccine with one of my patients. So I said, listen, um, do you have children? Do you have grandchildren? He said he had uh, nieces and nephews. I said, okay, do you think that they would be very hurt to know that you died early from COVID because you didn't take the damn vaccine? Mm. And he looked at me. He didn't have an answer for that question. So I say, even if you don't love yourself, but you love your family, Take the vaccine. So that's what I like to leave with people.
0: Well, thank you for joining us on the latest episode of The Beat, hosted by Rodia B, and the Beat Goes On. This has been The Beat, a conversation about the Charleston County Sheriff's Office in our community. I am Rodia B. Look for future episodes by following the Charleston County Sheriff's Office on Facebook, YouTube, or wherever you go to get your podcast.